cheering me on. Oh, yes, I thank God for you. Amen, each and every one of you in this place. What a great God, amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read a setting of scripture, and I'll have you be seated, amen. It's up to you if you want to stand for the reading, amen. Thank you, sir. Amen. Mighty God, I thank you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this moment in time. You are everything, Lord. We're here for you. I pray in openness, Lord God, of mind and spirit. I thank you for paving the way of our hearts through Sunday school and through your message, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your leading. Pray you would speak through me according to your purpose, Lord. Silence anything, Lord, from my mouth, Lord, that is not of your will. Thank you for receptivity, understanding, Lord, as you speak to me first, Lord. You are so good. Bless your people today in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 32, 24 through 30, amen. It says, And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint and he wrestled, as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince has power with God and with men, and has prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed them there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. You may be seated. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I make no apologies. Amen. This message, I believe it will. As I've heard it said, it may be scrambled eggs, amen, but it will make an omelet, bear with me, and we'll get there in the end, amen. So don't hang so much on that setting as we would with Jacob. I'm not necessarily going to preach for that. It's more of the concept of the, the pressing and the battle he did, and that he was able to see his God face to face, amen, as far as that setting. Jacob wanted more than he knew, amen? He wanted more, and he knew there was out there, and he was willing to fight past flesh and willing to have his walk and identity changed, amen? I've heard it said that from that time, Jacob was out of step with the world, but he was in step with God, amen? As his thigh was disjointed, and now he had a limp. But he wanted to get beyond the surface. He wanted to get beyond where he was, amen, in his life. He had been through some things, amen, but he was not in the fulfillment of God's plan for him. There's something that came to my mind. I'm going to give us an understanding of it. Uh, I actually heard it first in Battleground. They had a, 
a theme for a couple years, and it was called More Beyond, amen? And what I feel to share is just the concept of that and where that comes from, amen? Out of the country of Spain. So it says, before Columbus, before Columbus made his voyages, the Spaniards thought they had reached the outer limits of the earth. They thought they'd gone as far as you could go. Thus, their motto was, knee plus ultra, which means no more beyond. The word being torn away by the lion, amen? There's a lion in the statue. And his paw is swiping away the knee now at this time. Amen? It wipes away the knee or the no, making it read now plus ultra. Columbus had proven there was indeed more beyond. Renaissance tradition says the pillars bore the warning, knee plus ultra, also non plus ultra, nothing further beyond, serving as a warning to sailors and navigators to go no further. God forbid that we reach a point where we would think that there's no more beyond. We can, we can get to a place where we can feel like this is what it is. We're here, amen. We're grateful to be here. We come to church, and we're so happy for it. We're doing everything that we do, and we're even in alignment with God, amen. But there's always more beyond. So no more beyond. The Latin phrase, knee plus ultra, literally means no more beyond. And it's famously said to have been inscribed on the pillars of Hercules on either side of the Strait of Gibraltar. Amen. In part as a warning to, savor, to sailors not to travel beyond the edge of the known world. And as we we're saying, that mountain, when you got these things etched in, if you could put that slide up quickly, uh, Godfrey, there's a, if you have it. All right, you're good. We don't even worry about it. Thank you. There was the rock of Gibraltar, amen. There's things that they would see on these pillars or in that rock where it was carved in. They would see that. No more beyond. No more beyond. So what they had in there, they could see the ocean, but they couldn't see past it. They couldn't see past what they were seeing in front of them, what they had been told or what had been presented to them. Amen. No more beyond. Nothing further. That's the lie the world would try to tell us. Amen. That's the lie that our minds and the enemy would try to tell us. Amen. More is definition. It says greater or additional amount or degree. An additional amount or degree. Further. I would submit to you, I wrestled with this, amen. But I assure you that this, what God has shared with me, this concept is for each and every one of us, starting with me, amen. It applies to pastor. It applies to each and every one in this house, amen. No matter what level we're on, whether we've been here, whether we've been baptized, whether we've been filled with the Holy Ghost, whether we've even repented, Every aspect of this, I assure you, it applies to us. Amen. And it's God's desire. Amen. It's okay to be want to be great for God. Amen. As long as it's done in that humility that Godfrey was talking about. Amen. As long as it's for his glory. But there is always more. Amen. So where is it we can go? Amen. 
beyond the limits we put between our relationship with God and others. Getting beyond the titles and the lies that are embedded in our minds, amen, or in the rock of our minds, just as the rock of Gibraltar in those, in those pillars. The labels that the world would put on us or that people have put on us, amen. What is it that would hinder us from thinking we can go further? What is it? For me, it could be anything. It could be felon. It could be, you know, you go down the line. Addict, failure, you did this, you did that, and you could get these things in your mind where you feel like, well, at least I'm doing better than I was. Or, praise God, I'm, I'm here, and thank God that we could get here, amen. But wiping, out, wiping away that, that no, amen. Thank God for it. Now, the motto of Spain, after someone pressed beyond, amen, as Columbus went forth and challenged that saying, he just disregarded that lie that was perpetrated to him all his life, amen, that was etched in that stone. Now their motto is only plus ultra. More beyond is the new motto with the statue depiction of the lion. Swiping the lie of no away, leaving plus ultra or more beyond. We can't be or become bound any longer by social norms or church routine. Amen. Elements of tradition can be like those carved words telling us to sit comfortably where we've been. And there's not much more than what we've known, amen? But the lion, amen? That lion of Judah, Christ, is wanting to remove some barriers, amen? With one swipe of the paw or one experience in the Holy Ghost, I would submit to you, amen? That our minds would have an understanding of where he's wanting us to go. And I thank God for each and every one of us is at. If you look at that definition I share with us of more, I assure you, is the disclaimer that doesn't discount or discredit where any one of us is at in our life today, amen, in our walk and relationship, amen, in this race that we're running towards Christ and with him. The definition of more says greater or additional amount or degree further. That does no, by no means discount or discredit where each and every one of us are at this moment, amen, but it is what? It is God's desire, amen, I assure you, for greater, an additional amount, a degree, to go further. And I would, I would submit to you as well that each and every one of us can only answer that for what it is specifically. But I would say it's in every element, amen. I know it is for me. It doesn't matter what stage or phase I can get to. I know there's more, Amen. I said, let's not become bound, amen, by societal norms or church routine. Thank you, Jesus. We serve a great God. The next question would be, do we want more of God or more from God? More of God or do we want more from God? Is he my or our loving father or my quick fix handyman that comes and goes when I call? I need this, I need that. And when he's done, we put his number away for later. When someone sees the work he's done in comments, we rave about how great he is to others, yet don't call him on a regular basis and don't let him know how great he is. Maybe we don't seek his face like we should. 
Because we have become so accustomed to seeking his hand. Amen. I don't know if that title is beyond the surface, beyond the hand. Amen. It took me a while just to have a title for something to hang on. Beyond the surface, beyond the hand is what I felt for that to say. We're having trouble with the size of the letters. Amen. Beyond the surface, beyond the hand. Thank you, Lord. Coming so accustomed to seeking his hand. Amen. When we keep people at an arm's length, so to speak, what do we do? We keep at a distance. There might be some people that we don't necessarily want to hang out with all the time, but when we need a job done or we need something from them or we need to use their vehicle or we need to use their truck or their skills, then, you know, we don't, we don't get too close to them, but we, we keep them at reach. Amen. Is that right? God forbid we do the same with God. His arms are reaching for us, amen. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> My God. First Chronicles 16, 8 through 11 says, Give thanks unto the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. My God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. His face, the intimacy, amen, with God. Thank you, Jesus. I say we with a capital W. Seek and desire many things. Or seek to acquire things, many temporary things, and to maintain them. What's the contrast in our lives if all truth be shown individually? Picture a pie chart. We all know what that is. We know what a pie looks like. We know what happens when we take slices out of it. Thank you, Lord God, that examine, Lord Jesus. Think of it literally, a pie chart. Where's our focus? Finances and our failures therein. If we break up our lives, how much time do we focus on pressing into the deep, pressing into Jesus? What's our investment, if we're honest? In or out of church? What does that chart look like? In our life, work, sleep, TV, social media, phone games, video games, news, talk radio, worldly secular music, driving, and that will leave us with in-depth prayer, fasting, church attendance, reading the word, studying the word, giving of our time and finances, reaching for people, teaching Bible studies. That pie would be broke up in a percentage. And that's for me and for you to see how we slice it. Only we know, amen. I, I know God will reveal and has revealed, amen, continually to me and to each of us. 
And we can always give him more. Because he's never given us less. Amen. Speaks much about God being jealous. Amen. I'm going to read a set in a few scriptures. I was surprised there was much more than I actually knew about him being a jealous God and been so on and so forth. But in this aspect, amen, we can't forget that I think at times we can get so consumed in reading the Old Testament and we read about idols and we read about strange gods that we picture we picture card wooden figures up on a shelf, amen, or we picture whatever it may be along those lines, amen. Anything can be an idol, praise God. Anything in our lives that we allow or create or build up or put ahead of God or give a bigger slice, amen, bigger increments of that that wholeness of that pie, amen, because it all belongs to God in the beginning. That time, our lives, we've been redeemed, and it belongs to him. Deuteronomy 13, 16, and 17, they provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations provoked they to him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not unto God, to gods whom they knew not, to gods that came newly up. Oh my, every day there's something coming newly, amen, to get our attention, isn't there, if we allow it. Whom your fathers feared not. Gods that your fathers didn't know, they didn't care about, they didn't reverence. Exodus 34 and 14, for thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Deuteronomy 4 and 24, for the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. What are we depositing in the kingdom? What are we depositing in our walk with God? Amen. If we're going to treat God like an ATM, we better be making deposits. Or we may be found overdrawn in our time of need. We keep reaching for that hand, amen? Are we reaching? It's okay. God wants to give us things. I'll touch on that in a minute. God wants to give us things, but here's the thing. He gives us that thing in our hand, and then we come like a timid animal or a bird trying to get some food real quick. We'll come, and then we snatch it out of his hand, and then we're, we're on our way. We got what we wanted. Thank you, Lord. If we even have time to say that, that might come later, right? We reach for the hand, and we'll, oh, got what we needed. Thank you, Jesus. God forbid we found, be found overdrawn in our time of need. Wherever each of us is at, we are all called to strive for more in the Lord and his ways. Amen. John 3.30 says, he must increase, but I must decrease. I must decrease. My desires, my thoughts, my plans, my interests must decrease. And I would encourage us to, as we re-examine, as I re-examine things that were okay a year ago or two years ago or three years ago, things that weren't a big deal for us to participate in and give time and energy to, I would admonish you that I don't believe many of those things deserve as much time as they had, amen, right, wrong, or indifferent. Some things are obvious, but simple things, amen, that, yeah, that's fine to have extracurricular activities and recreation. We need to breathe, amen? We need something like that. But the efforts and the energies into that or into anything in this world in these last days that we are truly in, amen? God didn't call us. He gives us these things, but he didn't give us nothing or allow us to have the ability or the even desire to do things, amen, and whatever that may be. But he did not give us anything like that to put ahead of him. 
Amen. And I assure you, those things can and will be taken away. The more that if we ever, I've done it, I've experienced it. Amen. So those things, as my perspective changed and he, I learned and grew, he restored some of those things that I enjoyed. But I promise you, when you put too much effort and energy, he will give and take away. Amen. But greater things than any of us have experienced are available to us. Amen. They're available to us. Greater things. Do we think about it? Do we think about what's greater? We can come in here and we feel God and we praise him and this is awesome and we shake hands and we hug on our brothers and those are good things, amen? Those are amazing things and I love those things, amen? But I assure you there are greater things. Greater things are yet to come, amen? Greater things are here on the horizon. Greater things have already gone forward in the spirit. Amen. I assure you, that's why the Lord is speaking this to me and to us today. There are greater things, amen, and they are available. But becoming intimate with the Lord beyond the surface, beyond seeking his hand to move, amen. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Getting beyond the surface, beyond seeking his hand to move is crucial in these last days. All our needs and our askings are known unto him. Yeah. Think about it, your children. Sister Lisa, I'll pick on you. You're there, you're close with your kids. Right? You're not at work, right? You are at work. Don't. <laughs> edit, edit, please. You're not gone at a job, amen. You're there with your children. You're intimate with them. You're face-to-face -face with them continually. You know what they need before they even ask. And you provide those things, amen, because you're intimate with them. Matthew 6, 31 through 34 says, we can get so caught up on the here and now, on this temporary world, on these temporary things that God has all control over. Paying the bills, making this happen, whatever it may be, the car's broke. You know everything that we deal with every day or from week to week. You just, you don't know what pops up. So we have all these thoughts and these desires because our focus is here. It's stolen. Our focus is stolen. It's captivated here. And we limit ourselves from looking up. Amen. We limit ourselves from keeping focused on him. Amen. I recently, we watched the uh, finale or whatever Sister Torres was talking about the chosen, amen, and they had that depiction. I think it was the day before I watched it in the men's group, and I was sharing something like this about Peter stepping out on that water. He kept his eyes focused on the Lord, amen, and he had all faith, and he kept his eyes focused on the Lord, and he had no issues. He was steadfast. He had no issues. He pressed forward. What happened? He took his eyes off the Lord for a minute. He failed. Did Jesus go, roll out, see you later? No. He did fail. He did start to sink, but he reached down. Yes. He reached down and he picked him up. Amen. And he pulled him back up. Hallelujah. And I've always pictured it. He pulled him up and they walked back together to that boat. Amen. And that's just as he would do for us. We can't get so focused on everything and take things out of his hands, right? He's never lost a battle. 
that he's never come up short. Amen. He's never come up short. Just like now losing a battle, we will come up short when we don't let him have control of whatever that may be. Amen. Our finances, like we talked about, this and that, whatever we step in and get involved in and try to handle completely on our own, we're going to be at a loss. Outside of that, try me, he says. Amen. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought. No thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought of the, for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Sufficient unto the day is those things that we see in the natural, that we see horizontally. Amen. There's going to be those troubles, amen, but when we keep our eyes and we seek him and we seek his face continually, amen, those things are going to be a byproduct. Those things are going to grow scarcely dim. They're going to fade away because when you're looking up here, all this, you can barely see anything down here. It's not even clear. It's nothing because we keep our eyes on him because he is the source of everything. It's so crucial. I'll say it a thousand times and a thousand times more, if not more. He is everything we allow him to be. He will do everything that we allow him to do in our lives. Amen. We can limit a limitless God. It's another message, amen, but we are infinite beings. We can limit a limitless God, amen. Imagine that. We don't realize the power that we have, amen, through his spirit and in our flesh. It's relationship he needs from us. It's relationship that he needs from us to God, the Father, that owns a cattle on a thousand hills, amen. He owns everything. He created this heaven, the earth, the stars. He hung them. But he needs... He desires relationship, amen, intimacy from us, from me. That's what he spent thousands of years preparing, amen, trying to make a way. He came and bled and died to restore the opportunity to connect with his creation once again. Only sin, selfishness, and holding on to a past can separate us, amen, that can take us out of the hand of God, so to speak. Those hands will be reaching for us, but we can take ourselves out of the hand of God. It's his desire above anything that we praise him, that we are intimate with him in relationship, amen. Like I said, sin, selfishness, holding on to the past. Why do I say the past? Because we can give something to the Lord. And if we continue to hold on to that, whether participate in it especially, but just holding on to those things which are behind, amen? Nor, nor height, nor depth. There's all these things that it talks about. Nothing can separate us from love, but it doesn't. There's a couple of things it doesn't mention, and one of those is our past. 
if we hang on our past and we want to dwell on our past and we want to dwell on our old ways, it can separate us. Amen. He bled and died to restore that opportunity to connect with us. Amen. Once again. Past sin that he's already forgiven. He's already done it or he will forgive today. Amen. And he will remove it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He can remove it all in the waters of baptism. For the remission of our sins, we're baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Through a fresh outpouring of the Spirit, which he's going to do today. Amen. Each and every one of us, he will pour out his Spirit, I believe. Anyone that will come, that will come seeking his face in this day, he will pour out his Spirit upon you. Anyone that comes reaching, anyone that comes in humility, he will touch you today with a fresh fire and a fresh anointing that we need to accomplish these things that he desires of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We can just stay on the surface in our walk, amen. If you picture waters, I guess this is a <laughs> connect with for pastor, but when it came to me in this way, when it was presented to me, I just was laughing because a pastor enjoys diving, amen? We can just stay on the surface in our walk like a snorkeler. You know what that is? You got a little snorkel, a little breathing tube, amen? This is an example. Floating. You're just floating along, seeing some cool stuff. Hmm. Occasionally going a bit deeper. You can go under the water with that snorkel. Not for very long, but you can go a little deeper for a while until we run out of breath, until we run out of Holy Ghost, encouragement, run out of prayer. The lack of these things will return us back to the surface. The lack of these things will return us back to the surface every time. That is not where he wants us. <laughs> it's not where he wants us. It's not why we're saved. Amen. It's not why we've been given new life. We're created to be on the surface, amen. Hmm. Do you know that you can be dead and remain on the surface and appear just very much like that snorkeler? From a distance, you wouldn't know the difference. You could be there, remaining on the surface, going through the motions, seeing some nice stuff once in a while, but you can appear from a distance no different. You can be dead, literally, spiritually, whatever that may be, stagnant. If you look out, a dead man and a snorkel can look very much the same, maybe minus a breathing tube. But if we think about diving, amen, if you're going to press in, if you're going to go beyond the surface, if we're going to go beyond the hand of God, amen, Draw near to him, going beyond the surface. Going deeper requires exerting focus. Pastor could attest to this. Amen. You lose your focus, you got to be attuned. There's a lot going on, amen, in there. And your life depends on it. It's kind of like riding a dirt bike through the woods. There's a lot going on. You got your hands, your mind, your, your feet, everything's involved to keep you alive. 
Going deeper requires exerting focus, energy, and strength. Amen. So it is possible, like I said, to be dead and remain on the surface. But God wants us to toss the snorkel, so to speak. Amen. And dive deep beyond the surface waters. We're okay with going under for a short peak. But he's calling every one of us into the deep. Amen. He's calling every one of us into the deep. Amen. He will be our breath. What's that song? It's your breath in our lungs. Amen. He will be our breath through the spirit. If we're connected and close to him and we don't. Thank you, Jesus. We don't have to operate on the surface level ever again. When we have his breath, amen, we don't have to come back up for air. We don't have to come back up because we fell off in prayer. We fell off in connecting in the spirit. We fell off in reading our word. We fell off in connecting with the body in service, amen. If we stay connected, if we seek that face, amen, and get beyond his hand, we can go deeper. We can go deeper with him. We can experience more beyond what we think, beyond what we've known. It's so easy because... We're at great places in the Lord. Amen. Like I said, I, I don't discredit anything from any one of us. Amen. I thank God for everywhere we're at, for every place he's brought us to and through. But there's more. Amen. There's more. And there has to be more in these last days to us to function accordingly to his will and to the need that needs to be met in this earth. Amen. The calling that he has bestowed upon each of us. So no matter where we're at or where we've been in our pursuit, in our walk, in our relationship with Jesus, we have to understand that there are no depths. There are many areas under the water where the bottom has never even been reached, where man can't even touch it. You're certainly never even going to dive there. I found one lake. It was over 5,000 feet deep. There's no end to where we can go in the depths of the spirit, amen, in a relationship with our great God. There's no end to the depths that he is desiring for us. That intimacy, the depth of the intimacy is beyond anything we've ever experienced in our natural life, amen. It's beyond the love of our mother. The intimacy, amen, that he is desiring, that he literally bled and died for and gave his spirit to us, amen, that we could have that connection with him. Let us be mindful, amen, that we're not just snatching things out of his hand. If we're going to get close enough to take something from his hand, my God. Thank you, Jesus. No depths, amen. But we will experience the fullness of all he has when we meet him in glory. But much of that is here for us now. Much of what he has for us in heaven, much of those things, when we meet him in glory, we can attain on this earth, amen? So much we can't, but much of it is here for us now. He is okay with us seeking his hand in times of need. But when you're close, like I said with Sister Lisa and the, the children, when you're close, he already knows. When you seek that hand, let it pull you into his bosom, amen? Let him pull me in close. Where John, the one he loved, found himself. Right? He was there. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I want to know and feel the heartbeat of God. 
I want to fulfill his desire for me, Lord, to be intimate with him, to be close, to cast aside all these weights, hindrances that would step in, that would cause him to be jealous. Lord God, that we would desire to truly hear your heartbeat. We could be so close to you that we could hear you clearly, Lord God, that we could know your desire for us, Lord, and for others. Lay aside every weight, Lord, any sin, Lord, that would hinder anything, Lord, that would cause you to be jealous, cause you to turn your eyes from us, Lord God. Let us lay it down. Jesus' name. To know and feel the heartbeat of God, we will never hear it unless we declutter. Unless I declutter my environment, amen, my priorities, the pie has to change. Oh, Jesus. The pie has to change for us to get there, amen. Consecration, depth in the spirit, knowing and being known by him consistently. Staying in those deep waters, amen. Staying connected to the oxygen source, so to speak. Thank you, Jesus. I want to be known and know him, amen, consistently. And it's in the face of the Lord. Fight for it, amen. Wrestle like Jacob did. Wrestle like Jacob. It's worth it to see God face to face, amen. Mm. We are one body in this place that I'm thankful for, that God is fitly framed together. A body must function together in unity and unison. The mind of Christ, amen, that we would not be out of alignment. Jesus, I need you, brothers and sisters, amen. To be going further and allowing God to flow and function in your life. And you need me to do the same. That's why we need to be subject and submitted to our pastor and subject to one another. Amen. In humility. We are accountable. Amen. To God and to each other. Because why? Everything works together. If one person's not here, if one person's not doing well, amen, it affects the rest of us. Amen. I need you just like you need me to do the same, amen. There's no way around it. For a body, you're under the sound of my voice, amen. We've been fitly framed together. God does not make mistakes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We've been fitly framed to this body of Christ. Hmm. This thought came to me, amen, this last, thank you, Jesus. Seeking the Lord just to make sure that I wasn't in the way that I was here clearly or if he wanted to rearrange everything this morning. In the midst of that, some of my limbs began to to tingle, amen, to, to go numb. body is framed together. We're all connected, amen. Like a limb that's lost temporary blood flow. It's there, amen. It looks okay, but it's limited on use. It doesn't feel right, maybe uncomfortable, even painful. 
while getting the life back into it, amen. Sometimes it needs shaking, it needs stirred up. To shake that blood back into it, amen. It, it, like Godfrey was saying, that humility, amen, that understanding of where I'm not, it can hurt. It can hurt, amen. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, you see, when you, those pins and needles and sometimes that pain that will come where you're being shaken to get that life back into that limb, amen. Whatever it may be, we're all connected to this body, amen. Sometimes it doesn't feel right while getting the life back into it, but it's still connected to the body, amen. So we got to shake it sometimes. We got to shake each other. We got to shake our own limbs, amen, to get the blood flow, to get connected in the flow, amen, with the rest of the body. We must move toward him together with a fire and a fervency. Together, amen. Bishop Woodson preached that message together, amen. It's not only, like I said, for the local body, so much for us, amen. Together, together, together. I think we can get so caught up in the misconception that, well, we're all at different places or, you know, we all grow differently. And praise God, that is true. But we can all grow together, amen? And if we have a fire and a desire with fervency to move in intensity together, yet at every different stage in our walks, amen, growing in our relationship with him and each other, thank you, Jesus, we can move forward, amen? We can function together. There's no reason that we can't have a same hunger and a desire and a focus on the Lord, amen, to seek his face willingly together in unity. Wherever we're at, amen, we're all called to do the same thing, to seek and live for him, amen, to encourage one another. Each and every one of us, it doesn't matter what phase we're in. We can't get caught up and think, oh, well, I just stepped in today. I've only been here a year. I only got baptized six months ago. I only, I just came in. It's the same aspect that comes in in our parenting or in our walk with God. Well, at least I'm not doing hard drugs now. At least I'm just smoking or I'm just using weed or like the old poster, hey, at least it's not crack. Well, yeah, that's good. I'm glad that we're not doing certain things anymore, but we can't stop there. That's the point. We can't stop there. And, man, we're, we're created to, to move and continually to step forward here a little, there a little, amen, from glory to glory, from glory to glory, amen. I wanted to expound the context inside of what was being said in the title, amen, but really from glory to glory, there is no end, amen. He always has a desire and something for us more, amen. We can do it together. we got to cut out any excuse, anything that our flesh or the enemy would try to present to us, like I said, well, I've, I've done this. I'm doing better. I'm, I'm doing better than my dad did. Well, where, you know, where does that leave us sometimes? There's not, a lot of, there's not a lot of room for growth in that. But there's always room for growth, amen, towards and with our Father. Praise God. Hmm. Hear this. Hmm. This is the 11th hour. The last quarter. We need all the help we can get. But God is calling everyone in this place to press in, to linger with him in this altar today. Amen. His hand is stretched out to heal, to touch, to hold whatever we need. We can all come and seek the face of the Lord like never before. Amen. Beyond our thoughts, our plans, our comfort, 
together. Amen. I would encourage each and every one of us. Like I said, I know there's a place for me on my face somewhere in this place. And I know there's a place for each and every one of us in this house. Amen. Because we're all called for more no matter where we're at. What's the definition of more? What's the definition of more? Further. Further was the final example. Further. Amen. More. Greater. Or an additional amount or degree. We're not going to get it. Amen. By not dying to ourselves. By not leaving things at this altar. Or as Bishop Woodson say, getting under the spout where the glory comes out. Amen. There's a place here. Every time. Every service, there's opportunities, amen, to come and to pour ourselves out on this altar. We began to talk yesterday about decisions, decisions that Lot made, decisions that aren't made, amen. What are some decisions that we waited on? There's decisions that we didn't make in a timely fashion. What were the results? We don't know what the results are, amen, to not make the decision to find that place and to step into something new, a greater level of consecration, understanding that we would come and just open our hearts and minds to see what God would say, amen, how he would expound upon what he's given us today. I would encourage each and every one of us to press in, amen, to press in, press in, amen. We've got kids from a nominal school that have maintained, just stirred themselves without the Holy Ghost, amen, without the outpouring completely, Think about these things. We have the Spirit of God, amen, but we can't linger in an altar more than two minutes. He wants to be intimate with us. He died to restore relationship. I think we miss the fact that we get so focused on not going to hell or making it to heaven that we don't realize that the real purpose, amen, in the end, he wanted to restore the relationship he had, amen, in the garden. He had a relationship where he could meet and walk and talk with them in the cool of the day. Amen. It's that relationship that he wants. That's what he came and died for and bled for in the beginning. And why is that? What's the purpose of us going to heaven? It's to have an eternal relationship with him. Amen. We better start practicing here. Amen. Here. Amen. We need to linger and dwell and worship and praise him nonstop in that place. So why? Why are we lacking in our practice? Amen in our worship, and in an altar, in a prayer meeting. There's no end to where we can go because we're going to be doing this in eternity, for eternity. Thank you, Jesus. Can you not tarry with me one hour? Can you not tarry with me ten minutes? Can you not tarry with me? My God, my God, forgive me for every distraction, Lord, for every moment wasted, for every idle word. Oh, God, I humble myself under your mighty hand. Touch us, Lord, I pray. Lead us, Lord, into your fullness. These altars are open. Lord Jesus, we come, Lord God, expecting. Come hungering, Lord, to seek after your face, Lord, to push past the surface, Father. To push past the surface, to push past myself, Lord, the barriers, everything that would resist your desire, Lord, to meet with me. Oh, God, I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity given unto me, Lord. 
the newness of life, Lord God, that you bestowed upon us, that you offered us, Lord, that your breath, Lord, be in us consistently. And we'll be connected to your spirit, Lord. We'll be connected to your will that we can continue to go deeper, Lord Jesus. To go deeper, Lord God, and not be as shallow, Lord Jesus, in our prayer, to be shallow in our walk. Thank you, Lord. Deep calls unto deep, Lord God. Creciando rocosite yardayehe. Mighty God, work in us. Mighty God, we need you. You know we love you. We know we're thankful for where you brought us to, Lord God, but we need you. We need your grace, Lord, to take us to where you want us to go. We need your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your mercy, Lord God, in your midst of your jealousy, Lord God, that you have held back your anger. Oh, God, let us not provoke you to jealousy. Oh, that I would seek you first, Father.